0: Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now they say, don't they, that imitation is the highest form of flattery. Now I'll come to that in a moment. So welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Caffeine Cast and also my live feed on the Rob Moore page. So imitation is the highest form of flattery, yet it still pisses you off. And maybe it should, maybe it shouldn't. But, you know, when someone copies you like verbatim, word for word, if it's your, you know, hard crafted writing material or they copy how you dress, they copy how you walk, they copy how you talk, they copy everything you do. And then you have a bit of a moan about it to someone and then like, well, oh, well, imitation is the highest form of flattery. And, you know, you should be flattered and you know, rather they're copying you than anyone else. And you're like, yeah, but it still pisses me off. So I want to discuss that in this video and audio and, um, you know, give you some strategies to get by. So the first thing is they may copy your quotes, they may copy your clothes, they may copy your copy, they may copy your brand, they may copy how you talk, but they can't copy who you are. No one can copy who you are. You are the best version of you. You're completely unique. There's no one like you on the planet. And this is not just what your mum thinks. This is the reality. So it's going to make your blood boil. You're going to want to send the hound dogs or the lawyers out to them. You're going to want to have a massive rant on Facebook. But remember, they can copy anything about you other than who you are. So when you keep being who you are, the authentic you, they're always one step behind. Okay, the next thing is, if you're not being copied, you don't exist. If no one is imitating you, then no one knows you. So really, you, yes, you should be flattered. And yes, you're not flattered, even though you should be flattered. But the flattery should exist in yourself that you're big enough, you have a wide enough brand. Sarja's just said, be yourself, everyone else is taken. Exactly. So contextualise it by saying, hey, when I start getting imitated, ripped off, scraped completely, then I'm getting my brand out there, I'm getting known, I must be making a difference. People must admire me and respect me and like me to want to be like me. And you really should take that as a compliment and as flattery. So, you know, just try and contextualise it in that form. All right, then. Now, everyone who's been successful has been imitated. So it's kind of normal to them. They're not going to go and moan on a Facebook post or do a live video saying, everyone's copying me, it's not fair. However, here are some things to think about because I know when I've contextualised this, I've seen this too. So you see someone copying something, your brand, your website, you know, a quote you did. Now, I bet you at some point in your life you've copied someone else. And, you know, occasionally I've got a bit wound up or on my high horse because I think that something that I'm doing is completely unique and individual and I created it and they've copied me. And if I go back five or 10 years when I started, I probably did something similar. You know, now some people say there's nothing new under the sun. Now, I believe there is because whilst information is being passed from generation to generation, there's been no other you. So you're taking information that's been passed but then you're putting your unique spin on it. So, um, you know, for example, I have many of my own quotes. Now, in the early, early, early days, I'd probably just use people's quotes. Now, if I use people's quotes, I'll honour them, or I'll take their knowledge that's inspired me, because I've got loads of mentors, and much of the the knowledge that I'm sharing has been passed from a generation above me, billionaires I know who are 65 and 70 years old. But if I'm going to pass something off as my own, it's got to be my own. So, therefore, I'll tweak it, adjust it, change it 30 or 40%, or add my unique flavor to it. But you probably did the very thing that you're getting annoyed about someone else about doing. So, hey, just let it go. Better than uh, copying you than anyone else if they're copying your competitors their competitors are getting a leap. If they're copying you, you're getting a leap. If they copy you, it's completely free marketing. You don't have to spend loads of money on Facebook ads, newspapers, exhibitions. If they're wearing your polo shirts with the collars up or they're wearing the give she clothes that you wear, not that I own those, but if they are, if they're talking like you, if they're doing backdrops like you, if they're, you know, copying your brand. There's so many orange and blue brands that have started up since Progressive became orange and blue. There's so many speakers wearing stripy shirts. Hey, but we own those spaces. you know, In our world, in our property investing and training world, you know, we don't own orange and blue, those specific colours, but we own them in the mind of most of the people in the country who are investing in property. And we own the stripy sh- shirts. So all they're doing is advertising us unconsciously. So let them copy you and let them advertise you. They're marketing for you for free. But it is important not to take it personally. And that's not always that easy. You know, for sure it can get under your skin. And to be honest, just letting it go is probably the best thing for you to grow. Because if you get involved, you could end up sending legal letters, having fights, you know, having massive discussions on Facebook, defending your position, complaining and blaming and justifying and All of a sudden, you're wasting hours a day. You could be creating new products and services. You could be developing your brand into the future. You could innovate so that they're always one step behind you, which takes me to the next point. The reality is that no one can copy where you're going to go. They don't know where you're going to go because you haven't been there yet. So your best way to um, kind of get a leap of the copycats and the imitators is just to innovate. It's just to progress, to improve. They're going to be years behind you. You know, all these manufacturers can copy products that have licenses and IP, but they can't copy the next one and the new one. And when your new brand or your new product or your new innovation comes out, you'll get the customers in droves. Then it will take your imitator months, maybe years to then imitate who you are again, by which point you've pivoted or you move forward again. So innovation solves all difficulty with imitation. All right. So be careful not to drain all your energy getting sucked in and thinking about it and getting annoyed about it. Remember, you probably did it. Remember to serve those who need you. Not spend ages, you know, having a pop at a couple of people who imitated you because you've only got a certain amount of energy that you can invest in the day. Now, I always find if things are going on in my life that are difficult or challenging or I'm getting attacked or, you know, I'm not feeling so great. If I take the energy that I've got and put it into caring for others solving their problems, serving them, then that is the best use of energy. And and often when you've got difficult things going on in your life, you can almost 180 degree turn and instead of fighting back, pass that energy forward to helping people and that'll grow your business and that'll make you feel great and that'll get you out of your rut the quickest. Now, remember, you wanted to inspire people. You wanted people to follow you. You wanted people to implement your strategies and copy your work and implement the teachings that you do. So when they do, and they do it just a bit too literally, don't get pissed off because that's what you wanted. So be careful what you wish for. So stop complaining, start creating. But one final thing, and this is important. If it's a total rip off of your work, if it's genuine IP, you know, if it's worth hundreds of thousands or millions of pounds, and they're passing off then you might want to get the lawyers out. Because there are small instances, maybe, you know, five or 10% of the time, where, you know, they're passing off as you, they're damaging your reputation, they're costing you a lot of money, you know, you spent a lot of time in the legal process, creating the franchise, creating the intellectual property, you know, creating this unique patent. Now, it's normally in the areas of patent and intellectual property, you know, information, anyone can kind of share and repurpose information. But if you have valuable IP, something that you know you spent years or decades creating and others are just trying to pass off, then maybe you want to get a lawyer involved. But remember, when you get a lawyer involved, there's normally one winner and it's not normally one side or the other side, it's normally the lawyer who gets paid a lot of money and is incentivized for it to take a long time and it costs a lot of money. But you shouldn't be scared to do that if you truly have been passed off and intellectual property has been violated. I don't want to leave it on that, so I'm going to summarise everything. They'll copy you, but they can't copy who you are. Remember, you probably did it to someone in the early days when you were starting out and you didn't have your own knowledge. If they're not copying you, you don't exist. Better than copying you than someone else. When you get imitated, remember, it's a sign of your progress. Be grateful innovate, make it force you to move forward more quickly so that they just can't keep up with you, they can't copy you quick enough. Be grateful, say thank you, let it go, know that you've got your own little mini marketers and minions all across the world helping market you. And um, I think it challenges you to grow and become a, a more wise, open, magnanimous person. It shows the world that you can take these challenges. You know, if when you accept gratefully and graciously the competitors, the imitators, uh, people who will admire your strength, your wisdom, your balance, and therefore they're more likely to follow you than your competition. So thanks for tuning in. This has been Rob Moore on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. Make sure you're following me in the Disruptive Entrepreneur community. And when I say following me, there's people from 184 countries who follow the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast who are sharing information, keeping the discussions going, um, setting up little mini masterminds, getting deeper into the debates. You know, you listen to this and it's normally a one-way conversation. This is where we have the two-way conversations. Thanks for tuning in. I will see you there. Have a great day. Hi, it's Rob. We've got a couple of things coming up that I really wanted to let you know about. Uh, One of them is I'm going to be running quite a long experiment on doing a social media competition. So on my various social media platforms, on my Facebook at Rob Moore Progressive, on Instagram, which is probably at Rob Moore or at Rob Moore Progressive, on this podcast, I'm going to be doing some big giveaways. I'm probably going to pay someone's credit card off. I'm probably going to give away some prizes. So I'm just letting you know a bit in advance. I haven't decided when yet. Um, I'm just looking to do a little bit of a social experiment. Maybe I can get my reach and subscriptions up a bit more in return. So keep your eye out for that. Now, make sure you're following me on all of my social media profiles because I'll probably be doing some random giveaways and not necessarily giving you advance notice about that. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is the 150th episode of the podcast. We did a live studio we basically got myself and Joe Valenti and we filled out one of our meeting rooms. And that seemed to go really well uh, doing the live studio episode. So we're going to try it again. And um, we're going to do this for the 200th episode, which just happens to fall pretty much bang on Halloween. So we're going to do a business nightmares theme where I'm going to share with you all the mistakes and cock-ups over the years I've made. And I'm going to bring in a couple of guests who've also made some cock-ups, not just to say how rubbish we are, but of course, so that you can vicariously learn from them so you don't make the mistakes again. And we'll drill into what we did, how we learned to improve the situation, why we made the mistakes, sometimes why we repeated the mistakes. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. And again, we're going to be doing it live in the studio. So you're going to have a chance to come and sit in. It's very intimate. I'll probably be 50 of us maximum. So there's probably going to be tens of thousands of people who would love to be here but can't be here. So all you need to do to get yourself a chance of being in the live studio is either review the podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur on iTunes, or review one of my books that you haven't yet reviewed. Review either the podcast or one of the books. And then on my Facebook page or private message or in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community, just let me know you've done it, show me the screenshot and the first 50-ish of you, we will get you booked to the live studio. Uh, We had a great time last time. We went on for hours, as is normally the case. You'll be able to ask your specific questions with us live as well. So I think it will be a great show. Tag me in once you've done that, show me the review. And if you're one of the first 50, we'll book you.